Hello and welcome into the So Rare Data Show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on So Rare. Joined today by PSU fans too to talk about the new product roadmap. Sean, it is finally here. There was uh, so much anticipation that we crashed the internet somehow and made them 16 minutes late on the announcement. The I was watching uh, Harry Trage's stream and talking to people in Discord. And I think that 16 minute time was one of the greatest times in the history of the platform. Yeah, I mean, I I was also tuned into Harry and I was just sitting there and I saw multiple comments saying that you were in charge of the timing, Laird. So were you in fact in charge of timing the release of the announcement? Not only was I not in charge of that, Sean, this show was early. Yeah, I, mean, I, also, so rare. I also got a message from Laird earlier today saying that we're going to start early because of all the comments saying that we are always late. So it's a new day. New I don't day know. There's, so there's lots of uh, Laird thumbprints on this announcement today that uh, that I think we'll go over here as, as we go. Some unhappy people in my Twitter towards Laird that I'm sure we'll talk about. Actually, I believe those comments have since been deleted. Um, anyway, mm. thank you to everyone who is joining us. I think one of the great things about today's announcement was it just showed how many people are really passionate about this platform. And whether that passion is positive or negative, it's passion. And it seems to be much more positive in terms of people want this game to be great and they want to keep playing it. And I think what we learn today about what will happen both in March and then again in August is encouraging for some people. We will not ignore that there are some people who are unhappy with parts of the announcement, which I think we probably saw coming anyway. Uh, but basically, we're going to go through the entire thing. Uh, that's the initial blog of what is going to come. The secondary blog that was what's going to happen and before August. And the FAQs, which is a third piece of uh, written content that we have here that might actually have all the answers. And then we also have this nice graphic that Vitaly Clement here at Server Data uh, posted on Twitter that actually puts the entire thing into just one graphic. And it's quite impressive. Sean, before we get in, as quickly as you can. How do you feel? Um, so Peyton kind of uh, puts into words about my thoughts, and he said it was all pretty confusing in how they presented it. Yes, I agree with that. I think it was like long-winded in different areas, didn't tell us where to go, very confusing. I Honestly, I thought Clement's breakdown was way more precise and uh, easier to digest. Um, I was definitely trying to digest everything. And then I looked at that and I was like, that was good. So I think that, I guess I, I made this comment earlier today to I think Chani. And I said, like, I'm probably going to be indifferent regardless because the way I set up my gallery is always to like, I set it up to handle movements from sober because can't really um, sort of look at that. I, I think overall, it's neutral-ish. I think some things are mistakes and don't make much sense to me. Uh, some of those things that I don't think apply to a good majority of people on the platform. So I think that that's a positive. Like we'll talk about one that is definitely impactful to like me and, and other like whales, but 
99.9% of people have no impact with that. Um, I can assure you we won't spend long on that. We won't spend long on it, but we'll talk about it because uh, we're going to go over every, every single point. Um, and I think that some people got royally shafted, which always happens in these things. Shockingly, the K-League got a good update. Who knew? Who knew the K-League rising? rising Shout out Hoodwink, baby. Yeah, the K-League coverage is back. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I, I guess my reaction is sort of like... It's yeah, that's fair. Fine. That's fair. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm actually not even going to get into the reaction part yet. We'll we'll get in. Let, let's like actually get into this here. Um, before we do, Kai was first in, excited about this. Isco second, and Misaki RIP Rare Pro, which to be honest doesn't exist anymore anyway. Uh, you guys are on the podium. I'm going to try to get through the comments. Uh, Sean and I were commenting how there were significant a significant number of comments before the stream started. We will try to get through them, I promise, uh, as we try to get through the um, through the announcement. But I wouldn't, um, we just have to point out here. That's We're all. both wearing challenger shirts, Laird. Just a couple of challenger boys here, guys. Never, boys. There it is. Um, so I'm gonna try to, Toby said, I expect Laird to explain this to us like we're children. Um, I'm, I was thinking about the announce, like how the announcement was presented minutes ago and how you were like, yeah, it's really confusing. We should have just had a graphic. Um, when you use this many words to explain what's going on, people are going to skip over. They just, there's just too much. People don't like to read enough. And so I will make the argument that every question that anyone has is answered somewhere. It may not be where you think it is, but like everything is here. I think. I, I thought I'm sure we'll find made. like three of them while we talk it through. But like, yeah. I think the answers are here. But it's just a lot to get through, and people don't want to do that. Yeah, the the two the two things that I thought were the most helpful were Clement's graphic and the Q and A, the the, the the FAQ. Sorry, I thought right, those the shortest two, things. Yeah, the those two were the most concise things. Like. There was like a seven paragraph novel on why on we're getting rid of the threshold eventually. But I mean, that, that's literally what it was. It was just like a seven paragraph long winded breakdown of that. But I think, again, we'll get into this. I think the positive of that section was acknowledging why it got too important. Yeah. So like, I think it's important that so rare show us that they know the, what, why the problem happened. And the problem that basically what turned into was the stars are not really stars. And now they're stars, Sean. Um, anyway. I, I don't know. Carlos Gill's not at the top of the packing order, which I was under the impression was going to happen today. So let down for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to slowly get through the chat, but let's just get into the announcement. Uh, I'm not going to read it all because we've all read it. Yeah. I, although I literally just said we haven't we haven't all read it, but I'm not going to be the one to read it to you guys. So just yeah. please go read it. Um, fundamentally, we see this big change. That's the first fundamentally seven minutes in uh, Mike Baston. In season, old season, use old season cards to win new season cards. Use new season cards to win cash. What do you think? Yeah, so I think that that makes sense. I think a lot of people are going to view this negatively and people are going to think that this is bad. Obviously, to all of us with cards, which 
hey, if you're here, you, you probably have cards. It's a worse thing for you in that situation. The thing is, though, they needed to incentivize people to buy new season cards. And I think the way that they are doing it kind of makes sense in terms of they have two separate competitions now. They have the classic season, which are any cards. They can be from any season. They don't have to be from new season or old. They can be from any season. And in those competitions, you can play for cards and a small podium cash, which... Well, we don't know it's small. We can assume it's small, but we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We can assume... I, I wouldn't assume it either. Okay, Blair's not going to assume it. I'll I, assume it, but that's fair. I, I don't... I don't think we have anything in this announcement that would make us think it's either larger or smaller or the same. Fair. That's fair. Um, so realistically, the classic season cards and the way that the classic season competition is going to work is basically what we currently have. Would you agree? Yes. Yes. Okay. Then they have the new season or what they call the in-season tournament. And this is you have to use a certain number of cards from the in season that is going on within that region. That is whatever that season is. I, they have different explanations for like what the season is and like how it breaks down. Um, but I think, I think fundamentally, like we know what a new season card is. Correct. It's the we, latest one. Correct. It's the latest one. It's whatever's going out there. I think that this makes sense for the longevity of so rare, even though it may upset some people because they just need to force you to buy new cards and there was not currently a good way to buy new cards. Uh, the one miss that I think was in this, which is what Laird said, we won't talk long about, uniques. You need to have three uniques for the end season cards competition. That's really difficult from a unique perspective um, to, to have three in season uniques uh, for each line that you have. It's just, it's a really it's difficult to get uniques because there's only one of them and it's difficult to sort of make a lineup like that. So again, this is something that really won't affect 99.9% .9 of people. So we won't talk much about it, but as someone with unique user, this is very difficult for me because I will struggle to be able to keep up with um, other unique users. And I will not likely be able to compete with them from a multi lineup perspective at this level due to this. So I think I thought that the the number of three for uniques, like for example, like uniques, you need three limited. You need four limiteds cost like $5 uniques cost like $2,000. So like there being a very similar amount needed for the in season competition in both is a bit tight to me. What's your thoughts on that? As someone that doesn't play that competition. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like literally you, I don't care. But like um, your actual view from it, forget about you not caring. Cause obviously you don't care. You don't play the uniques, but um, I thought Scosmo just said the, the number should have been one. I thought it should have been two. I think two would make sense here because that's a little bit more attainable. Or I thought a one, two, three, four method, actually Scosmo just said as well, also made some sense. Um, but Because it's counting? Well, it's sort of, it's a pretty logical step upwards. But like I thought two was reasonable. I thought two, three, four, four was reasonable. Three feels high for uniques. Yeah. Uh, and so the... I get it. I think the the idea that you can win uniques to then play them is is a nice idea, but I don't think it really works in practice. Like they're we're gonna have unique competitions and all, but like the I don't think the unique the new season unique like distribution, meaning the number of people can actually get these cards, will be high enough for people to play. 
my only question on this, Sean, do you think that there will be whales that basically hoard all of the new season unique so nobody's competing against them for cash? There's definitely merit to it. It'll depend how good the cash is. Um, and then mm -hmm. it'll depend on how good the rewards are given elsewhere that you can like actually win them. Uh, looking at what it looked like for the old season, you can only win a tier one unique. So like the top cards are not going to be available. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that. So it's definitely possible. And people are definitely going to make it more difficult for you to get uniques. Like I don't think, but also at the same time, like you're not really going to be able to, you need three, like you need so many to be able yeah. to compete in the lineup. Yep. Uh, for the other competitions, like I kind of tried to say this, I think it was last week that for most people who compete in the limited and rare divisions, they generally don't compete for cash. Like they're, they're submitting lineups and, and this is outside of the threshold, which we'll get into. Um, but the, most people are playing cards to win cards and adding cash competitions really doesn't change that mindset at all. Other than, if you win enough of them, yeah, you can go play your new cards over here for cash. Like it's just more that you can play. Yes. Also, I just uh, I just want to point this out right now because it's mentioned by Jonathan and a couple other people. Uh, it's been it's been announced that Nicholas's stream is going to be on at twelve thirty, uh, and Jonathan's like, I'm going to go over there. You guys don't have to go anywhere. We're going to watch the Nicholas stream as well and see what is being said on that because that's obviously an important stream as well so like during that time we will be watching that stream as well i didn't yeah. know we were doing that sweet well we're gonna we're gonna do that laird is uh laird's finding this out now but uh we're gonna do it because otherwise everyone including me and laird will leave to go watch nicholas's stream okay um so let's see sorry i'm trying to catch up on the chat but it's just so long appreciate all of you guys uh, being in here. I'm tempted to just skip it and get to the point part where we're talking about this. Uh, anyway, so we have this, yeah, the, the, uh, eligibility rules for those. Um, was there anything in the, in the breakdown of how they are doing these competitions? Obviously we have champion Europe, which is now called champions. We have challengers, which is the next, what was it? Eight leagues essentially being represented. And then everybody else in contenders will have, Old season competitions in those, new season competitions as well. Uh, starting in August, we'll have the Premier League, La Liga, and the Bundesliga that will all have cash competitions. Uh, theoretically, those cards then are not being played in, in champions. And do you think that people will really focus on those cash competitions? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's where the big prizes are realistically going to be in theory, because people typically want cash. Uh, so the big the big breakdown here to me, there's two things to take away that I took away from this. Premier League, La Liga and Bundesliga are all getting their own separate division. So like having cards in those divisions is even more overpowered because you can also use them in champions as well. So like you have multiple spots to use them. And those are like the only cards you have multiple spots to be able to use stuff. Uh, so like. Your top end guys are are in the Premier League, La Liga, and Bundesliga are incredibly more valuable because of your ability to use them. Uh, the other thing I noticed is U23 basically just got a drop kick in the nuts uh, on this update. That was one of my takeaways. I don't understand it. I don't understand why U23 is just an old season format and not also an in-season format as well. Um, 
So Peyton just asked, do these formats only apply to new season terms? As you can see here, that's the same for everything. So in August, you're going to have Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga champions, challengers, and contender. You're going to have both in season and and whatever the you can't even read it here because of the coloring uh but classic, classic seasons you can play both so it's going to be those things and you can multi-enter three times then you have u23 there is no uh carol said u23 will be both in august it absolutely will not be carol um it is u23 classic there is no in-season format so basically u23 is like you lost a lot of value because it stayed the same like effectively like you get it to be the same as what it is now, except for everything else got way better in theory than what it was. So U23 uh, gets really heavily nerfed. Like I did not expect this announcement to basically come out where like the K League got like promoted above the U23. I think you're wrong though. I think I you're wrong. You I know you do, but- I'm gonna tell you why you're where you're wrong. Go ahead. So obviously not being able to win cash other than podiums for U23 is a hit. Yeah. However, the cards that you win there can be played, like you can win a U23 Premier League card that then can be played in the Premier League and Champions, or you can play in any of the others. Like it's still only the only global competition left. Yes. However, like those cards, like the, the guys that are in non-Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga that are like in the Belgian league are not going to be as valuable because in general, like they have to be better. Like they have to compete at a global all-star or like regional level. They can't just be U23 pieces that are maybe a little bit worse than these other options that can go out there and compete. So I do understand what you're saying on U23. I let's be honest, let comparatively to everything else layered, did U23 take a bigger hit than a lot of other stuff? I'm more of a, it didn't gain. Okay, so everything gain. else gained and it didn't gain at all. I don't think that it, uh, I guess. I think the the gain is that it's the still the only global competition left. Like people are were upset about losing All-Star and if you wanted to play that, you can play U23 for that. I mean, that's another issue I have. Um, I'm not going to go fully into that. I don't, I don't like losing All-Star. To me, it's fun playing guys from all over the world knowing I have a spot to play everything else. I think they could have changed the the order of preference of like what was at the top. But I think getting rid of All-Star is bad to me. Um, but I understand why they're doing it. Like You guys got to understand that they're paying a lot more for the Premier League license and the La Liga license and the Bundesliga license than they are the Scottish Premier League license. Literally anything else. Yeah, so like they are trying to make sure that those cards are the most valuable cards on the platform. So I do understand it. What I just don't love is just getting rid of All-Star. To me, that doesn't make much sense. Um, I I've always found All-Star to be the most fun. I can play my Carlos Gills with Tony Cruz and then with Cecilia. And that, that to me is fun and interesting. Um, so I I'm disappointed in that. I do understand why they did it. I don't love it. But I'm not going to say that's like a pro or negative because... I, I don't necessarily think it is to me personally. I think it's not great, but that's my own preference. And like, I know we know Bellama. Bellama is like F all-star, hate it, get rid of it. Gas is stupid. And he's like, give everything to the champions leagues or the champion region. So like someone like Bellama is probably like over there fist pumping. Well, other people are like, this is kind of not great. I think it's just different. I agree. That's why like, I, mean, I don't, I'm not gonna say that's bad or good. I think it's just like different. Um, so we have the, uh, pitch side chat here. 
I have absolutely no idea. I think I'll be able to get the volume here so everybody can watch it basically here instead of over there, you know, pump our, uh, our own numbers here at server data, but, yeah. uh, but we got some time there. We did. It, it says it's starting in 10 minutes, which uh, I'm going to believe. That's all. Also, if you guys are here, make sure you like and subscribe. It makes Laird happy. He likes to look at his videos and see lots of likes and subscribes. So I do. I do. All right. Um, so this is all blah, blah, blah. So any response to the breakdown of the leagues? Why don't we get your re response first, Laird? I think they nailed it. I would say that the only one that I that I thought was a bit odd was Argentina not being in challengers. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I think that, like, I don't know if I am biased in that respect because I have a lot of Argentina cards. Like, I'm in the Sora Argentina Discord that uh, with that Surfula had, and so I don't know what it is. And. There are a lot of like comments here because people are like, why is Denmark in there? And frankly, the Denmark um, negativity is, is absurd and uncalled for, and they deserve to be there. Well, so here's the thing that's kind of weird about Challenger, right? So Dutch, MLS, Belgium, all right, full leagues. Turkey, how many teams do we have from Turkey? All of them. They're all licensed? Okay. Yeah. Brazil, we have like, what, three teams? I think it's four now, yeah. Four now. Uh, Denmark has one. They had two. One got re relegated. Okay. But yeah, Port we might have two next year. Portugal, we have two or three? Two. Currently, two? yeah. And the English Championship, we have zero? Zero. So like, Challenger... Like, obviously, we have cards. Like, we're not ignoring that. But yeah, like, yeah. there are currently zero licensed teams in the in the championship. So it's just kind of like, uh, Challenger's pretty small, honestly, all things considered. Well, it's like, Contender has a lot more leagues. But I mean, a lot of those leagues are fractured leagues as well. So... Um, it's a bit different. The the one that I thought was a little quite I, I agree with you on Argentina. I definitely would have expected Argentina. And I know what you're gonna Mexico. say the next, by the way. What? Oh, I thought you were gonna say Japan. No, and or Mexico. And then Japan is the other one that is questionable for me. Um <clears throat> and a lot of that's because like in the summer, Challenger is MLS and four teams of Brazil. So a, a bunch of people are talking about like card like Norwich, Watford, Coventry. Are those like actively licensed? They could be. Uh, Clement saying there's we have new season cards of those. Um, Maybe we there do. could be. I don't know. I don't follow and pay enough attention to to know. Uh, Millwall. Is I guess, on oh, Millwall. All right, yeah. I stand corrected. My apologies. That's it, though. Or is it just Mil Norwich? Millwall, Norwich. Norwich, Millwall, Watford, Watford. Coventry? Coventry, yeah. All right, so four. So, okay. So, there's, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm fine with it overall. I, I do think splitting up, like, Mexico and – I think I would have Mexico and Argentina in the middle one. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's fine. I guess it just really – it doesn't matter as much to me. Like, because if you're not in – like, challengers, in theory, is going to be better prizeful than what contenders is. So, like, being in that group is definitely more important than – being in the other group because there's also a lot more challenges going on in that other group. Also, like you need at least 10 teams playing in a game week to be licensed. There's a lot of fractured stuff down there in the contenders range. And I think it's at some points there's going to be issues getting uh, multiple licensed teams going, especially in the summer. Well, I think the, the benefit for contenders is that it has a lot of leagues. Like, so I get that. So like you could probably get 10 through Argentina, Mexico, 
Norway, like yeah. Norway's a, a summer league. So yes, um, we'll see. I, the good place brings this up. League's cup is going to be a mess because you can have two teams. I mean, that happens in the champions league, I guess right now, like you can play some teams in champion Europe and others in challenger, even though they're playing in the same game. So maybe not that messy. I also um, will say, so actually it was funny. You missed it earlier. So the Harry and Quinny stream that they're, they're on earlier. I went in joking to Quinny. I'm like, don't worry, Scottish Premier League going to be on the bottom. Quinny's like, absolutely not. Scottish Premier League on top, definitely better than MLS like 10 minutes before this came out. I was like, oh boy. Uh, but unlike Laird, I'm not going to say anyone deserves to be in the contenders uh, division. Uh, we know Laird's stance on this. Uh, I don't agree with it. I think that everybody uh, deserves respect. I'm a big proponent of the J League. Um, so I'm not going to say anyone deserves to be in the bottom region uh, more than another team or league. Frankly, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't. That's true. What do you think about this? The divisions. I think this is kind of the biggest, like this is fundamentally the, the biggest change, I think. I think changing the regions is like a big one, but divisions is huge. Shout out to Scosmo for coming up with this idea. And so where, like... You're going to be in Division One everywhere. Not necessarily. Why do you not think that? No, I'm kidding. I probably will be in a lot of areas. I, I think, think that's right. Like, but I think I think there's a negative consequence with this too. That first of all, in the multi entries, um, people have mentioned like it's a, it's a benefit for Wales and it hurts smaller galleries. Yep, but the divisions give the other galleries a chance to get stuff uh because if you're down like d5 like in theory like i'm not gonna be in d5 in theory like i might be who knows but like in theory i shouldn't be in d5 so like if you're playing the division four that's listed here like i shouldn't be there laird shouldn't be there like people with bigger galleries should not be in those divisions and you still have chance to win good rewards uh well the top division is also the most coveted because that is where you will win the best reward so I think it could make a lot of sense. Uh, I need to see a little bit more how it's going to be implemented because if we see it where it's like division four is it, like, let's say you just really can't win in D1 and like you're more incentivized to be in D4. It's going to kind of be stupid when people are just out there intentionally relegating themselves to, to be in a better position. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think the, the biggest, like the immediate thought I had was we basically can no longer always have an opportunity to win the best prize. Correct. And like right now you can get like five terrible players that happen to all hit on the same game week and you can take home first place in all-star rare. And that is just gone. Yeah. That if you're, if you're not in division one, you're not winning the best prize. And that isn't to say that like finishing first in division four and whatever that prize is, it could still be very good, but it's like not the best. And that's where I feel like it's just weird that if you're in division four and you outscore everyone not even in just division four in every division you don't get the best prize and i understand that that's what makes you want to compete in division one and do whatever you can to get there so that you can uh compete for those top prizes but ultimately you just you don't have that luck, luck box week that we all have become accustomed to yeah agreed um, well, to be fair, we're, we're not, I don't think they're going to remove the jackpot element that everyone has, has come to love. Like Mike Bass talks about, like, I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, loot box and stuff where you can still win the top rewards type of things. 
Right. I mean, yeah. there. Yeah, you will have an upper. You will have a right. chance. A chance. But you won't be able to. Yeah, SR Monkey said you can still win stars in the last division. Absolutely. But we've also seen the star pool. And if you're getting the last one in the star pool, then it's not as fun as the person. If you like, if you cannot win the best card, it's not as fun. If if you cannot win the best card by scoring the most points, it's not fun. Correct. Or it's not as fun, I guess. Um, but who knows? Uh, promotion relegation every game week seems quick to me. Well, here's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't get it. How is D1 the bottom 50% getting relegated and then D2 the top 20% are getting promoted? Or are they just having it like completely bloated differently or something? It, it's because there are many more people in Division 2 than Division 1. Yeah, okay. All right, so I mean, I would, I would assume like, yeah, like, I mean, staying in D1 isn't going to be like cakewalk. No, 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 definitely not. Like, you're not going to be there every week with every lineup. Right. But um, you are going to be with others. But that gives you the idea of like, you have to decide what makes the most sense for a given game week. Do you put your best lineup in division one? Do you put your best lineup in division three? Hope to get promoted to division two. Like you got to make some decisions strategically based on what makes the most sense, which I do think that's kind of fun. Um, I just hope that all my lineups are in division one. I never have to make that decision. Right, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you hope for sure. But it's definitely something you have to consider. Uh, Pedagol said, the only thing I'm concerned with is how do you explain this to new users? We'll, we'll get to that because it's, it's an important thing to talk about. We'll get I think to that. the August, I think the August explanation and what things are going in August make a lot more sense than the like intermediary timeline. They, they for sure do. But the point I think is that they had to have an intermediary yeah. time. Like that's all I've seen people say. They were like, if they're going to make drastic changes in August, Correct. including the threshold, like ease us in. And like, they are easing us Correct. out. High low said, thank God I didn't buy a bunch of MLS rares. I actually think MLS probably got one of the biggest benefits on this. Like I would say MLS out, if you're not including the like champions region areas, the MLS got a bigger benefit than everyone else. I agree. Which is pretty good. All right. I'm going to try to do this here. Oh. Yeah, this was this. Oh, we got two minutes later. Let's go. No, let's go through another point. Yeah, this. this did, yeah, but before we do, wow, look at all those clowns. Look at that. Can, can everybody... Laird, we can't hear you. You just. Uh, got it. There we yeah. go. We can hear you now. I mean, I don't know if there's actual sound coming from the. God, that is awful. That announcement. That is super loud for me. Oh, we didn't hear it. Uh, let's see. I, I can't really tell. We'll see when it comes up. It's it's possibly Laird like can't figure this out, guys. He's a little on the uh, elderly side. If you guys didn't know, yeah. uh, so it's basically up, awful if it uh, doesn't do this. So yeah, technology is uh is is sometimes tricky for for someone like him. Paolo said they have sound. All right. Okay. I mean, Wait, technically, we... is funny. What? <laughs> Appreciate everyone here in our live chat that it. <laughs> Yes. This, yes. So this will be a more tolerable chat probably than that chat, I would say. So yeah, this could be a long uh, stream here today for us guys. Uh, we, well, especially me have nothing going on. I literally booked off my entire day yesterday when they said this announcement was coming out. So I'm here for it. I think it's possible that, uh, let's see. Cumry says your YouTube is muted. Like mine is muted. Yeah. You muted it on YouTube right now. Well, that is true. Yes. Unmuted just so I can, I can see if I can hear it. 
It's very quiet. You might have to turn it up, but we'll have to see. It's like super loud for me. No. We'll have to wait and see when it starts. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think other things like MLS, I thought, got a pretty big um, improvement on things. So that was interesting to me. I thought that was was pretty interesting. Maxime said that he cannot hear it. We have subtitles, at least. We cannot hear it, Laird. Laird, you know they cannot hear it, correct? Um. Now we're just going to have to read. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, if you want to listen to it, go open another stream up. We'll read it as well from the uh, the subtitles. Told nobody can actually hear this. Can you hear me, Lair? Okay. Yeah, I can can't hear anything. Yeah, Bald Sherlock just said no one cares about your FPL rankings. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I do not care very much about uh about Gee's fantasy premier league rankings. Laird, if I do this, can you hear it on my screen? You can't hear this at all?
It's a funny microphone. Alan just asked if you're using OBS. Maxime's and Maxime's not saying anything because Andrew's just sitting there reading it and not talking. I didn't want to talk over the video. No one, yeah. no one can hear anything on the video. Yeah, there was no way this was going to be live. I feel there's no shot. I'm not sure what we're getting out of this video. I mean, we can go back to just reviewing stuff if you want. Let other people listen because. I can't hear it through yours, and the reading is difficult because some words get cut off. And I don't want to just sit here in silence. Yeah. Yeah. We can just go back to our discussions, Laird. We tried, guys. We tried. Laird, uh, technology has prevailed. It's not even It's not even a technology thing. Like, I'm not sure. If anybody's, like... I mean, let me... Here, let me try to share mine. See, Let me see if it'll work. I'm just not sure what they're going to say that makes it, I don't know. Let me see if this works. I can't, I can't hear anything. Can you guys hear it? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Let's just go back to our discussion, Laird, and we can watch this later. Sorry, guys. We tried. But like, I can't imagine that they, they write two blogs and an FAQ and give out different information or more oh, information. In this there's book. some information that's not in the, these, no, I disagree with that. Cause like one thing they don't have is like, they don't have how we're going to be able to get new season cards, like at the beginning of the seasons. Yeah. I don't think that's happening in that video. Well, we don't know. We, we, it could be, it could not be, but anyways. All right, Laird, let's continue. Sorry guys. Back Sorry guys. If you want to watch their, them go nuts. Uh, if you, you know, want to have some fun, just stay here. Uh, anyway, um, Kev heard, I agree here. You can go yeah. watch it later, but yeah. Anyway, um, so the new scarcity rules, which I feel like are still like, who knows, but basically this is actually more in the rare plus conversation, which happens in another blog post. Uh, so maybe we'll actually just... Well, I, what we can talk about here is, though, the ability to play down. Yes. So I like this personally. I've always sort of liked the idea of the ability to play downwards. So with that, I mean, like, you can play super rares in the rare division, but they're only counted as rares. I like that. I've always thought, like, you own the bigger cards. You should be able to use them in whatever competition you realistically want. Totally because, agree. Yeah, like, at the level of whatever that competition is. So like, if I want to use a super rare gill in limited... I should be able to do it at a limited capacity. And so I think this was a pretty good update. This is one of my favorite things within the, the video because like, let's say you don't have many super rares um, and you just, you have a couple, but like instead of selling them, you could in theory use them for a little bit in the rare competitions until you have enough super rares to enter. Not saying you necessarily would do that because it probably doesn't make logical sense, but like it, it helps for like random game weeks where like not everyone's playing and you're maybe like, you don't have a full, super aligned on a weekend, but you can still utilize it. Yeah. I mean, the number of times where like I, and this doesn't like happen. Well, actually it happens more in midweeks where I'll have like four rares and a super rare. And it's like, all right, let me just go get blasted in rare pro with one, one super rare or, and not being able to like play it down. To Correct. be honest, I would have played it in cap 240 anyway, but Correct. Um, yeah. The, let's see, Mike Batson said they won't even be treated as lower scarcity. XP only is it? Yeah, like they're, yeah. they'll be the same as Correct. whatever. So if you have a unique, if you have a unique Carlos Gill and you play in limited, it's treated as a limited Carlos Gill. 
Right. Right. But but I think that's good. I think it's good to like because there's a lot of weeks where I have like a really strong unique and I have like nowhere to use it. I literally can't use it anymore or super urgent. So like there's just times where it does happen. Um, so being able to like use that at a lower scarcity is is nice. Yeah. Sean, do you think multi-entry is good for anyone but whales? No. Really? No one? I mean, you gotta you gotta like good as in like actually good or like good as in like people might think it's good. Because the answer is no. Like the answer is it's not good for anyone but whales, but it's could be perceived as good. Like you get to play more lineups within that region. I think it's good for everyone and just more beneficial for whales. But again, like it's not like you're you're able to submit more lineups than I can. They're better, but your one lineup was better than mine anyway. Yeah, but this goes this goes to your discussion about yeah, but my one line being better than your one line is different than my three lines being better than any of your three lines. Sure. Absolutely. So it's it's like it goes back to the just because something didn't necessarily change or did change, like it can still be bad. It goes back to what we talked about earlier, where you think like U23 didn't get hurt because everything else got way better and it didn't move. Yes, it got worse because related to it, everything else got better. It's the same thing like with multi entries. Um, but the caveat to multi entries is you can be in different divisions. So like you could have a lineup that's a D4 level lineup and playing a D4, you'd have a D2 level lineup playing in D2. So I think from that perspective, it makes a little bit more sense. And you did need to give people additional ability to use cards and uh, spots to do that because you got rid of Rare Pro and you got rid of regions. I think we went from like nine or 10 different things right now that, that allowed cards to like in the fall six and, and a couple of those six are going to be difficult to have lines in. So you really reduce the ability to use them. So like giving multiple ability to use them does make sense. I think it's seven if you include U23. Well, I was using all the normal regions U23 and then all the cat modes right now have a cap. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying the, the new the new one is seven. Six and a half. I U23 would three is not in season format. I would take thir- well, that's what I said. I would take 13 instead of 14. I would accept that. Uh fine. anyway. Fine. Well, I said six and a half. That's the same thing, Laird. Yeah. David Taylor said, I just re- realized all the best super rares used in Rare Plus are now moving back to the super rare divisions. RIP me. It actually that's necessarily true. It's actually, it actually gets worse for you, David, than, than that. All the best super rares that are being used in division one are now getting moved to the super rare division two. All, so all the best super rares are now going to be in the super rare division. Because there's nowhere else to play them. No, you play him in rare. If you have like your Carlos Hill rare is just as good as your Carlos Hill super rare on the week where you think he's the best play. It all depends on what the super rare rewards are. True. Like if you don't have a good super rare goalie, but you have a good rare goalie, you'll play that super rare gill in rare. No, I'll just play my rare gill in rare. You'll play both. Maybe. I mean, that's the multi-entry we were just talking about. Uh, looking for Futsa, no more island games. It does seem like the island games are gone. Um, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, so that that's part of the whole, like, I don't really know what we can gain from the information we have because, like, midweeks are just, like, stay tuned. Yeah. Like, I midweeks, like, as of right now, like, midweeks go from whatever midweeks are now to, like, nothing. But they're saying it's not going to be nothing. We just So, like, I can't really comment on what it's going to be because we don't really know. Yep, yep. Uh, Haber also does bring this up that they are going to have a star super rare now in the super rare division, like as a reward, which they don't have now. So a big part of the reason why people didn't like the super rare division is because you couldn't win 
a star. Yeah, but like they give out one star, one T1, and one T2, and everything else is just a pile of shit. Like it doesn't help. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically midweeks are gonna be special weeklies and cap modes. Bummer for those. Sorry, Harry trades. Do you think Harry's more upset about the knock to U23 or the knock to midweeks? I don't know. Harry trades got smashed. I, I also was told, so I had a conversation with Watt beforehand. Do you know anyone that got like buried by this more than Tony Watt? Well, I mean, Watt wanted to make sure that I said on the show that he got effed. Okay. Which, Noted. Um, there you go, Watt. So that's it for the regular update, I think. Yes. And then this video, which we're all ignoring right now. So thank you everybody for doing that. Much yes. appreciated. Um, so now we have the transition roadmap, which uh, includes a whole bunch of different things, uh, including, let's see what's first, this card cycle loop, which is kind of what we talked about. Um, so we're gonna have in-season uh, Premier League still, like the, instead of a 11 game week, Premier League winter special. We just have every weekend, we'll have in-season Premier League competitions for cash, as well as champions, challengers, and contender, which is fun. Let's win some cash. Yeah, so for, I mean, for the near term, I think that that's like somewhat understandable. It's pretty easy to understand how this stuff's going to be for the near future. I don't know why they're not doing a champion or a Bundesliga and... La Liga thing now, like why I don't understand why, why not wait till next year. But I mean, I don't know why they. Well, let me rephrase it. I don't know why they have it. Period. Because I just think you would put it in champion, and you just have champion, just give them really good prizes. But um, that's uh, that's whatever they decide to do with it. Um, so yeah, no, I think that like, look, you're going to be able to win some new season cards in some other competitions. We don't really know what the. Uh, the cap modes are going to look like for the rest of the year. Cause like if cap mode, if cap 220 goes back to like cap 220 without long, long form, like, okay, that's just a big pile. Right. Um, so it just was anyway, what it was anyway. Yeah. Like, but it just goes back well, no, in, the, in the long season, it's fine. But if it's just short season, like week after week, 220 and you get the same prize, what it used to have, it, it was terrible. Yeah. I think it's going to just go back to being terrible. Yeah. Um, Nick and Nitsa, they probably just didn't allocate the budget for La Liga and Bundesliga. Like I'm guessing that they they expected to have multiple Premier League ones, and so now they are. And Will Dawkins said, "Can we use in-season cards in the old season competitions while we work up to having enough in-season cards?" Yeah. Yes, you can. You can. You can play anything in the old season. Classic. Excuse me. That's probably why they don't call it old season. In the classic competitions, you can use any card you want, or at least any year. Correct. Um, so yeah. So they are changing the this competition slightly, if I remember correctly, that I the Premier League in-season tournament is no longer cap 270. Oh, it's just you can do whatever you want. I, I believe you can just do whatever you want. I mean, you know you know why I don't know that, Laird? Because I've literally not played it one time. I, yeah, I, I haven't played it either. Um, let's see. So... This is the, I don't know if this like hurts more than helps this whole like theoretical prize pool here, illustration purposes only and may vary, like surely they vary. But Sean, 
I read this and what it says is the monthly prize pool until the end of the season. So like champion Europe monthly prize pool will be $340,000. Challengers 220, contenders 200, Premier League is 200. I have no idea how much money I can win. I have no idea how much money I can win. Like, is it monthly? Are you not giving out weekly? Like, are you giving out both? I, I don't know. I have no idea. And that that's where, like, when we talked about earlier, like, um, there's lots of not clarity for me on stuff, like where mm-hmm. I just don't fully understand it, which this is one of them. Yeah. Like seeing a big number like this makes it very difficult to know, like how much I can win. Correct. Or any. So we don't know. And 340,000. So it's for champion, $340,000 broken down by scarcity and then division. Yeah. And then per lineup. Like Correct. that's, that's what we need. So scroll down. Um, yeah. Scroll down like Flink Plong said. So like, here's a question for you. So like, here's my question is the champion in season weekly. Like, are they giving out two different prize amounts? Are they giving out a weekly and a monthly prize amount? Because where's the monthly come from? The above where they were literally said monthly layered. Like, is this a monthly? No, no, no. This is how much they will give out in the month. But that's not how much they're giving out in the month when you scroll down. They're only giving out seventy thousand. This is this is one game week. Yeah, so seventy thousand. This is every game week in the month, and this is one game week in the month. But there might not be five game weeks in a month. That's why this is for illustration purposes only, Sean. Yeah. Okay. But okay. That yeah. Again, not clear. But they, but they could be doing it. It is. It's very clear. No, I, they could be giving out a weekly reward and a monthly reward. They could be separate things. It, it, nowhere here does it say they would have a monthly anything. Nowhere. Well, yeah, literally says above monthly. No. Yes. Monthly prize pool yes. until the end of the season. And this is what they give out each month. There's There's been no talk about a monthly competition. Okay. Anyway, I agree, Vita. They could have fixed the math. Um but still, well, yeah, the math like, makes no sense. But still, the five thousand for top prize and rare for champion, like, how many places do you pay? Like, I just, well, yeah, because I mean, like, all right, so we're looking at this, right? Based on the other graphic, I think we saw there's going to be one division for unique, three for super, four for rare, five for limited. But that's just a, they they don't know that yet either. They said it's basically dependent on how many entries they end up having. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, you're probably you probably are going to have this. This is my concern. This is my concern. You're going to probably have like 15 divisions within stuff, different stuff. So like, it's going to dilute stuff to some extent. See, Alan read it the same as me. I mean, if you're if we're taking out random comments, there are plenty of people who say it's clear. Well, but yeah, like the so the. The five thousand top prize for the rare champion for one week is the winner of division one. Like that's what yeah, it means. But no, yeah. So so division. But I don't understand that either because like so then unique is only getting the winner. The winner of unique gets ten grand. So nobody else gets a dollar. Looks like it. That would be moronic as shit. I mean, th- there are surely not that many people who can compete in this with three new season Premier League cards. Oh, I guess it's a champion. Three new season uniques. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, is it that's not like drastically different than the unique division now? It's drastically different. Drastically. I mean, is it only two more people win money now? There ain't. And isn't this significantly more money? Um, the money amount, maybe, but the amount of people they pay, it's not. I mean, they pay six weekly. So they go from six to paying one. Um, oh, this is classic. This midweek, Laird, this midweek where there is one champion Europe game, they are paying six people. Sorry, this, uh, yeah, appreciate this, Harry. Yeah, it's three people win that. Okay, so that, okay, okay. So it's, so basically that's the podium. Yeah. But there could be again, Nobody cares, podiums. it's unique. You guys figure it out. Yeah, but there could be like multiple podiums, like limited. So like $2,000 for podiums, but there's five divisions. That means they have like $400 per division or something. I think division one gets the, whatever the most is, obviously. Yeah, but it's all like, like 1,500, 300, 200, 100, whatever. We don't know. It's all theoretical until yeah. March 20th. Yeah, the other graphs below, Rico Man said there, the, the graphs below are classic. I was I was going beyond them. And also, like, it's a big, other. it's a big, we don't have a clue what we're doing with limiteds. Look at the loot box for limited compared to the other ones. Um, so, like, look at those, then scroll down to the limited one and read it. What am I reading? The, the loot box for uniques. Oh, for unique. Yeah, sorry. Stay tuned. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, respectfully. No, no, I, I know, I know, I know. It's just as, as Vita said, the 10 of you will figure it out. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah. But yeah, this, this clearly uh, in Classic, because I think there was some concern that Classic was only to win cards, but it is still cards and podium. The problem is, is that it's only Division One podium. Is where the cash is in classic competitions. Even even in rare and stuff. Oh, yes. Okay. 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 I didn't see that at first. Yeah. But see, here's all right. Here's an issue, right? This is this is a big issue to me. Classic super rare competition. All the divisions put together, you're giving out three cards that are good seven that are worth a shit and then that's not enough no no no. that's just this is just champion yeah but i'm taught like champ like champion super rare is horrendous because like it's very difficult to win anything of merit because like you're just not using tier threes to win in season super rare this that's isn't like, in season this is classic i understand but i'm saying the card so you win a tier three that is worth jack shit because you can't use it anywhere relevant. I'm saying the cards you're winning here are not good enough to give a shit about. So therefore, like the super rare classic is just really shit because no one's going to care about what you're winning there. Unless you podium. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you not disagree? Like, are you sitting there fist pumping a tier four super rare? Um, my opinion of winning a tier four super rare is very different than yours. Yeah, but what's your opinion of winning a tier four super rare? Um, you know, like, hey, cool. That's my risk. That that's literally how I would think. 
I'd be like, wow, this is worse shit. Why do I have any super rares? Um, well, you get the loot boxes too, which can also give you another super. Okay, rare. that's fair. The loot, no, that's fair. The loot boxes are are different. That is helpful. But again, most loot boxes are turd boxes. Sure. Well, I mean, they can't all be good. No, but like literally, there's like one card of value. Actually, there's like zero effectively that are like realistic in season tournaments. Yeah, Flame Flong said that is how it is now. That is exactly how it is now. And that is why no one cares about super levels and why everyone hates it. When you can't win shit at all and you're playing at a high level, it's it's not enjoyable. Should they be giving out more than seven super rares of T2 or better in this competition? I mean, they could give out cash. Like you said, you yourself have said they could give out cash. Well, they, they, they are giving out cash. They could give out more cash to, to offset that because you care about that. You don't care about a tier four super that can be used for nothing. I'm not talking about the tier four super. I'm talking about the seven tier twos or better, right? That's what it is. Four, yeah, five, seven. six, seven. Yeah. How many people compete in super rare champion Europe right now? What? How many people compete in super rare? 130, 150. So 5% basically get a reward they might want. Right? Seven of 120-ish. No, because not all those people are in D1, D2, D3. I mean, I, I don't know. But all I know is that this is... Like, this is surely better than what they have now. Um, I would... Just, just because it's not great doesn't mean it's not better. I actually think it's worse, but I'm not sure. Come on. Come on. <laughs> You're just making stuff up now. Um, like, how is this worse than what they have now? It's pretty comparable. That's not what you said. No, how I is it, it comparable? Be, it might be worse. It's literally better. It might be worse. We don't know yet. Because currently today, Tier 3 and Tier 4 Super Rares have value elsewhere because of cap. That's gone in the longer term. Uh, Kennedy asked, what do Tier 3 and Tier 4 Supers look like? Literally guys who have never played a game in their life. That's what Tier 3 and Tier 4 looks like. Do you agree, Laird? Um, I mean, some of them are good. Like, surely there are not... It's not like the entire no, yeah. Tier 3 pool is DNPs. Correct. Some some cards are, are shitty players that play. Some are literally guys that don't play at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't play this anyway, but I will. Actually, I'm trying to think. You now. will not play this. Get the heck out of here, Laird. Not champion. No, no, no. Yeah, you're not playing. Yeah, I was going to say you're not playing champion super. No. Challenger yeah. boy over here. You already played that. I already played it? You played, yeah, you played America tier D2. Uh, right now, really. too, really. which is now Challenger. So, but yeah, even better. You're right. I'm set up. I mean, I love Challenger. Um, 240 is gone. Flame uh, appreciate... tier fours are useful now, they're not useful anymore after these changes go into effect. We don't know that. We don't, special know, weeklies, we don't man. know what special weeklies they're going to run. I can imagine I mean, there's a there, minimal. There is, well, we, we have no idea what the minimal is. Like, right now. They could take all of the cash that they're giving out in midweeks, which obviously is much less than weekends, and say, this week it's 240. 
go get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They could. Wechtry says he feels that I'm being negative for the sake of it. I'm not. I'm not, honestly not that negative about the announcement. Um, we will get to the part that I'm negative about. There's one part that I'm definitely negative about. Hey, if you guys think those are, are exciting rewards to win in D2, I'll see you guys up there or in Super Division. Like you, it's very clear. Like people will be playing Super Division if they think those are good. Um, Patrick thinks I'm getting paid heaps by so rare to not point out how shit everything is now, man. I would love to be paid heaps by so rare. He gets paid minimal. And he, he'll do that. Yeah. I don't get paid anything from so rare. Um, anyway. Um, so cap two forties don't gone. I've said to you before, I appreciate that they basically acknowledged that they made it too powerful. And so, yeah. So, what do you think about this? No, go. Well, let's talk about the removal of the threshold first, or do you want to talk about this part first? Um, I think they go hand in hand. We can talk about getting rid of threshold, which is happening in August, not in March. So, what people the the, the issue that was was had for Sower is like, first of all, I don't think it was it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't long-term sustainable for so rare to be giving out the amount they were giving out in thresholds. For those of you who are unaware, like in terms of every week from a cash perspective, I think they were giving out like 80% of money to people that hit thresholds and 20% to people that actually are doing good in competitions. That doesn't make any sense to anybody logically. I don't think does that, what is your take on that Larry? Yeah, that's all like the, the amount, I think it's a little different than how you described it, but I, I know you meant, what you said, but like, basically, if you take the total amount of money that they are paying out every week, 75% of that money is distributed through th to threshold winners. And I think fundamentally, the fantasy sports is about beating everyone else. And so if you want to make it more like more competitive, then they need to make that percentage smaller. And obviously, they've decided to make that percentage zero, <laughs> like the by removing the threshold in August. And so that's what they're doing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, I mean, it just didn't make logical long-term sense for them. Also, like the scalability of it, they can never control how many thresholds they're giving out. Like they're giving out as many thresholds as are hit in a game week. That could be like $100,000 or $1 billion. Like they really can't do it. Right. Um, so DJ asked why remove cap modes? Because I don't think they have any purpose without I the threshold happening. Well, they have a purpose of giving the tier three to five cards some utility. I, I think I'm going to guess that most special weeklies are cap modes. I would agree. And that's what I was going to say. I think the cap modes and the weeklies, the specials are going to be like cap modes, but I think they might be better prize pools than what we see now. Whereas like, instead of there being cap to 22, there's going to be like one cap mode and the prizes are actually going to be pretty good for that game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's as simple as that. Um, and I feel like th there was a lot of co uh, content going around about how they can't just like drop the threshold and that they should try to like raise the cat, ra raise the threshold itself or do something that it's kind of like eases out. And that's basically what this select your target game is, which I think is an over. It's a, it's a try hard. And it's yeah. like a two try hard that I think that they, because it's going, like, we know this is only going until August. I feel like they could have just done this plan without making you select the target. 
like significantly fewer people are going to win. And obviously they're going to win a lot, lot less because if you take like this, the lower target and you hit it, you're getting much less than you were already. Yeah. And, but I feel like obviously it saves them significantly more money, but from somebody who has no idea what their financial situation is, if they just made these levels and just say like, Hey, if you score this, you will win this instead of making you potentially just get zero. I think it would have been an easier, an easier sell. Here's a take for you, by the way, Jimmer. I hope he's listening. Love Jimmer. Jimmer thinks they're going to pay out more over the next five months in this threshold than they were previously. Yeah, he's totally wrong. So, <laughs> oh man, poor Jim. No, Jim. Jim is Jim wants to bet money on it. I would like to, but I don't really know how to do it. Well, like being able to figure it out effectively each week. So yeah. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So Eden says this is not enough runway for a threshold being removed. I mean, six months is a six, long time. Six months is a long time. I I have I have in the past been like, wow, sober, that's kind of way too short. Cause like in the past, they've been like, all right, guys, two weeks from now, this is gonna be gone. Six right. months yeah. is, is a long ass time. So I think um, that that's that's fine. Yeah. This question from KB97 said, if I pick 340, meaning that's the target to score, and you score 400, which is like the next target you could, um, you get the target that you picked. So yes, you'll get $8 in a limited threshold instead of 25 Correct. because you hit your target. And if you get if you pick 390 and you hit 389, you get $0. Correct. So what's going to happen is people are going to shoot for the stars and try to, for the top level. The top level is probably going to be very difficult to hit. It, it's um, funny you say that. I think it's actually the total opposite. I think everybody just is like, oh, I'll, I'll just take my. They might. You just think everyone's going to take their $15 and call it a day. Yeah. Like that middle one is, is a weird one. Cause I got, who's going to pick that. I think I the middle remember. one is the one I would pick most frequently. Because I, I agree with you that you would do that more often. Yeah. I think I that probably would too. I think that's probably the best ROI for me would be the middle one. I actually, that's something I need to do later tonight was go through. I need to figure out my uniques and figure out how frequently I would ever hit 525 and how frequently I'd hit 455 to sort of decide which one I want to do. Middle, middle seems like the best ROI for people with decent sized galleries would be my guess. Yep. Because the top one is really, really difficult to hit. And the low one is definitely achievable, but like, so it's, it's all a math equation, guys. You can go through, back through your stuff and sort of figure it out. But like, so for the rare, if I hit the rare once out of every five times, if I hit 341 out of every five times I hit 270, I'm better off picking the two the 340 threshold because mathematically it says I will have a better ROI doing that. Um, similarly, like if I hit the 390 one out of three times that is better than hitting the 340 threshold uh instead so it's realistically a mathematics decision that you guys will have to decide like what you think is the most optimal usage of your your funds uh and for me i think it's likely the middle one for a lot of the time and that's because i think the i think my guess would be the mid one i would hit a decent chunk of the time and the top one i would very very infrequently hit so i think that the middle one will likely be the best roi for me i agree I agree. Kev said, I need to read it all again, but I'm struggling to see where the low end cards will be useful without cap modes. They won't be. And I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, I have an issue with that too. Um, I think that that, but again, we don't know, right? We need to see what they're doing with special weeklies, but I'm of the opinion, all cards should have some value. 
Um, and removing value for 90% of the cards on the platform isn't great. So, I, but I, I'm going to wait and see like what they do with cap modes from a special weekly perspective, because maybe the weekly specials are really, really good. And they do a cap mode every single game week where it's incentivizing to have some not as good of cards, or maybe, maybe they do shit yearlers like Bruzel just said, and they do like uh -huh. something like that, where it's like worse players and you get good cards. Um, so I have concerns as of now, but I'm going to wait and see approach once uh, stuff gets more announced. Mm -hmm. And um, Jonathan said special weeklies are only midweek. No, they're going to have special weeklies yeah. on the weekend too, I believe. I don't think so. No, only on the midweeks. Okay, then, then it's probably really terrible. I think it's probably really bad that they did it this way. Um, but Um, I don't think having 90% of your cards on your platform be worth next to nothing is good. No, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I also think that they were, they are way overvalued right now. No, I agree. But I think you, I think by like leaving the thresholds in at like a 20% of what they were rate still would have given some value to them, but also not like overpowering value. Or like running a special weekly every weekend, or like keeping a cat mode of some kind every weekend, or something. I, there was there's ways that I think they and and to be fair, that's something I could see them like going back to and be like, wow, ninety percent of the cards don't have value on the platform. We should probably change that and give those cards some value. The the issue was is the current way that things are today, are that like shitty cards were like way more valuable than they should have been and high-end cards were way less valuable than they should have been. Yeah. There should have been like a meeting point where like in the middle, the shitty cards still kept some value, but a lot of that value went to the top end cards. Not all of it removed from the shitty cards to the top end cards, but it should have been like a good chunk of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I also think, yeah, I mean, it all just depends on the creativity of their special weeklies. Correct. It's possible that you have a bunch of seemingly worthless yeah. cards and then one game week, they're quite valuable. But if you just, if you just said that they're not doing them on the weekends, well, that's a lot of the time when cards play. So if they're just, if they're only doing, Maybe. they're only doing specials for the midweek, then they, you lose a lot of value in it anyways. The, I, I'm not going to argue that, that the terrible cards on the platform are not losing value, but if you're going to have a set of cards lose value, those are the ones you want to lose value. They should lose value. They shouldn't lose all value. Sure. Sure. And with this, and I think update, their argument is like it takes one special weekly and they have value. I again, we need to see the special weeklies. But again, right. if they're only doing special weeklies in midweek, that removes almost all the value. Yep. Yep. Uh, if there's anyone in the chat who's watching, actually, it might be over by now. I didn't even look. If it's the Nicola video is over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, sorry, I was trying to see the chat. Um, Han said they had it in the roadmap that tier three to tier fives will have some value. They did not go into deal, detail, but they are obviously aware of the problem. I think that's right. Correct. Um, and that's fine. Oh, they, I think what could Dan have happened. Here, special weeklies will happen on the weekends. Okay. You're right, Sean. See, Dan's here. Dan's got, Dan, Dan, I know what's going on. Don't let Laird fool everyone and be negative. Uh, my fault. My fault. Yeah. I, I, I knew that was the case. So, so there you go. So yeah. So in that situation, I think that is a much better balance, right? Because I think the balance of things right now was it was like 70% towards shittier cards and 30% towards good high-end cards, which makes no sense. Like, I think we both would agree that makes no sense. And if they're the way they're doing things, it goes into like an 80, 20, the, the opposite way where the good cards are like 80% of the value. And then the bad cards are 20%. I think that's how things should be. 
Uh, Surface asked, was I surprised by the scope of the announcement? Um, yeah, I thought it was a much bigger announcement than I thought. Um, I was expecting Threshies to be removed or redistributed, which did happen. I was expecting Champ cards to get a boost, which also happened. And I expected it to be perceived very negatively, the announcement. And I don't know if that's the case yet, I guess. I, I, everyone that I've sort of seen, I did see a couple people sell off their galleries, um, but that happens at all times. But like, I wouldn't yeah. classify this as people saying it's the most negative, right? As of now, everyone just sort of seems like basically what everyone seems to be in this situation of is like, it's a lot to digest. I'm not sure mm -hmm. what my thoughts are right now, which is fair. I, I think, I think they're, because it's so much, it almost like allows you to not get overly emotional about it. Correct. Cause you're just like, man, there's a lot here. And by the time we get through it all, we're just being reasonable and just being like, all right, if th this is the game and then now you yeah. can decide if you want to play or not. I think three subsets of people got pretty screwed over by this update. Uh, the first one, and you're going to agree with this one, threshold grinders. They got chat. They got they got told to pound salt. But that's not the customer that Sower cares about. Like that's the customer Sower is like, all right, bye. Like we don't want you to leech off our platform. You're not investing and spending more money. Like we don't care that you're that you're there. Um, I think that uh, people that prioritize Rare Pro without the ability to get up to super rare division. I think they got punished pretty hard with this update, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And then I think U23 people that like only prioritize U23, they got shafted a lot. I think outside of that, like no one got hit as hard as other people. Why do you say that the people in that prioritize rare pro have no, no ability to move up? No, I said the people that prioritize rare pro with out like the uh, without like having the ability to move up like people that played rare pro with like two super rares in a region and they only had a couple super rares and they really don't have the allotment to go up to the super rare division those are the people that kind of got like well shit this is a... because that jump from like the rare to the super rare division now is like a really significant jump most likely for them something they might not be able to to uh, attain at the moment um, I also do think people that focus primarily on like certain regions got chaffed a bit. Like if you have like MLS and Argentina yeah. guys together and stacked together, right. like that's really terrible for you. Um, I know Surfala was talking about, um, he's like, well, I literally just jam, I literally, my gallery is Argentina and MLS combined. And it's just like, that sucks. I didn't think he was heavy MLS. He had Liga MX, I know. Yeah, or, or that, but like th that point. But that's is okay. Right. It's still contenders. Correct. Um, a few people are saying that collectors are, are getting screwed here, and I'm not sure what any of this. I agree with that. Why? Because you, you're buying the collection for like the long term and playing those cards, and it really doesn't matter after the first season as much. I, I, I agree. I understand where people are saying the, and I don't care about it at all because I'm not a collector. I'm not buying that. Okay. Like what, what they're doing doesn't change at all. You're still using those cards to win new cards. Can't win money. You can say you like to win cards as much as you want, but most people on the platform are here to win money. I think you're that, that like, I will disagree with that more than anything I've ever disagreed with. That is, that is fine. Anyway. Um, 
Uh, official CK asks, you can sell the new season cards. Yes, you can sell new season cards. So you can win. You can use the old season cards to win new season and then sell them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, isn't that how this work? This game like works right now. How yeah. is this different? Because you're now giving people the option to win money and other people not the option to win money. Again, it's a disagreement I have with you on. You are saying like, if something, if everything else gets benefited and something doesn't get benefited, that thing doesn't get worse. But it does get worse relatively compared to the other thing. It's the same thing as this. You currently can't play for as much money, but now you're going to have the ability to do so. But old season cards cannot do that. Right, but you're making it sound like if you win a new season card and sell that for cash, that you're not winning cash. No, like you're, you're still you're ending up right in the same place. No, you are prohibited from entering half of the contest eligible for you to enter without new season cards. Okay, so those old season cards have less value than new season cards. They have the same utility as they have now. Yes, they have the same utility they have now, but they have less utility than all new season cards which currently they have the same value as. So again, it's just, it's just a, I understand where you're coming from, but I disagree with where you're coming from. If, if new season cards go from three tournaments to six tournaments and old season cards go from three tournaments to three tournaments, that is worse. Like it is worse. It just, that's how I view it. You're a glass half empty guy, aren't you? I'm not a glass half. I'm a realistic looking at the facts guy. Uh, but if the game doesn't change, just like you're like worrying about what other people are doing that have nothing to do with you. I'm not worrying about what other people are doing. I'm worrying about what cards have more value than other cards. Just because the classic season cards did not change does not mean they are worse in comparison to the new season cards due to the new benefits the new season cards get. But that's the only place you can win new season cards. So we don't know that yet. We don't know I mean, what you're not winning it in in the in season tournaments. We don't know that yet. I mean, the, where anywhere in here in this announcement we says you don't have cards. we don't have the prize pool for the in season tournaments. We don't know what they're giving out in the in season tournaments. We know they're giving out cash. We know they're giving out cash, but that doesn't mean they're not giving out cards. They could do both. I mean, they could give out yachts if you're going to give that example. Yeah, all right. Try for answer all. Yeah, they could I mean, give out yachts. Who knows? <clears throat> you can also use an old season card in the new season competitions you can use one you cannot use or two depending on where you're at that's not all of them uh people are saying it's cash only so maybe it is cash only and i did not see that part yeah um and yes daniel you can use in-season cards for classic comps correct yes this is probably not helping me my argument in your eyes but I, this is how I think. Not gaining utility isn't the same as losing utility. Yeah, I mean, again, we're not going to agree. I mean, when you go, it, it's just, there's no point. Okay. Where, where's, the, where's the trip and be like, I'll oh, just agree that I'm right and you're wrong, whatever trip and be says. So uh, legends are dead. Legends are dead. Some, that, I mean, literally more than I, figuratively. I get screwed by that. But like, you know me, I've literally said since day one, the legends were the dumbest thing on the platform history. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing was more stupid than the legends on the platform history. And I was someone who bought them because of how it was word, how it was worked. And I still think they're moronic. I don't understand why they ever came onto the platform. I don't understand anything about the idea behind legends. 
to this day. So like legends like getting pounded and told to go go f like and as the person who gets impacted more than most, like fine. That that was I'd never understood in the beginning. Not, not that I didn't understand them. I literally think they were stupid and the way they were implemented was asinine. There will be some special weekly, Sean. Well, Don't worry. Whatever. Don't worry. Um, let's see. There's the tier three and tier fives will still be great. Uh, they're going to redistribute. I'm just going to... Oh, yeah. K-League is K-League. back, baby! Oh, baby. K-League. K-League to the moon. I mean, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. Look, I'm glad. This is great news. I, this is good news. I the 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 experience for everybody was poorer with what was happening with the K League. I'm very happy that people that bought in the K League are getting their coverage back, and I'm glad they're able to use their cards properly. And as someone who has avoided the K League as much as he can over the years, I still am happy for people that are heavily in the K League. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's that. All right, let's the FAQs, which I think they are updating live throughout the day. Shout oh, out to I Dan, know. by the way, who putting in the work today dan's crushing um, go dan so let's just go through this quickly why was the current model not sustainable that's kind of boring we've talked about that for six months now um so the the big the big um issue that needs to be addressed which we do not have a clear answer on yet is yeah. New season cards become old season cards on day one of the next season. But we don't have cards for the new season at that time. And we have no answer on that, which I don't, I didn't expect one, but that's like the elephant in the room that they need to address. That if yeah. you are going to have cash competitions that require new season cards, how do we get the new season cards Correct. when we want them? And it's the biggest question. It's the biggest elephant in the room that it just hasn't been answered today. If anyone listened to the Dan, if, is Dan still here? Dan, did you guys answer this on your video that we haven't been able to watch? Or if anyone watched the video, did they answer this? Because this is the biggest question that we have right now in terms of, um, well, I don't understand how they're going to implement it. Like, how are they going to have like 20 rares of Kevin De Bruyne out at the start of the Premier League season? Um, like, so... I think what you just touched on is is the actual point as opposed to what everyone else is thinking because everyone's like, oh, they don't have like the pictures until like a month after, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it doesn't even matter. They cannot require three new season cards on day one and mint like three rares of every right. player. Like so many more new season cards have to be available right away. Correct. And just from a practicality standpoint you can't auction that many cards in this in in a week like the, the you, you just can't do it so are we going to now see uh uh instant buys for rares and super rares like before the season starts Correct. or like what are we going to do because you can't well mark you know, brings up a good, way to do it mark brings up a good point too like what about a guy that like literally has the shits on the day of photos and you just don't get them for the first half of the year. Like how, like what am I supposed to do about that player that just doesn't have cards for like the entirety of the season? Lataro said there were no questions answered. Okay. So hopefully we will get more info on that as, uh, as soon as we can. Uh, there was someone said pre-mint as well, which maybe, I, I don't know. The issue is like, I, how's it going to work at the super rare and unique level? Like the super is like, 
Mbappe Super, I know they don't have PSG right now, but Mbappe Super comes out and like, you need new season cards. So like people are going to want the Mbappe Super. Well, how do you sell them? Like how, like how do they go out? Because like, there's only a couple of them you can sell on, on the season. So I'm, I'm don't, I don't know how that's going to work. I'm very interested to see how it's going to work, but we'll see. So this pre-mint idea is the most logical one I've heard. Yes. That you basically buy a blank card and kind of like when uh, before or when the new season cards came out, but before 3D, you got like basically your two-dimensional card. So I think you could almost buy like a rivals type blank card. And then when they finally mint the cards, like it's replaced by your actual card. That's how I think it should work. The problem, that's not the problem though. Like we, we need to stop focusing on that part. That part's the easy part of like, hey, Sean, buy this blank JPEG, but we know that it's an Mbappe new season card. And in a month or two, when we get the pictures and all that, like we'll just change that to a new season card. What we need to address is how many, how can you sell all of those cards right away? Like SR Monkey said, I suspect they'll get new season cards out for the start of the season and there'll be mass auctions early, then slowing at the season. There, it, it's too many auctions. Like the site will literally have 15 auctions ending at the same time to get that many new season cards out. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Also, shocking, shocking turn of events, Laird, for you, especially the hater of this situation, uh, which I've this rivals. rivals got yeah. an update. Loot box for every three consecutive wins now, Laird. That was unexpected by you today. Yeah. I'm on 63 arena tickets right now. I feel like I'm winning. You're ready to roll, Laird. You're good to go. Let's go. Um, yep. So, Miguel, and this is the idea that you and I have uh, discussed um, about new season stuff. Like instead of needing three right away, start with one and then two and then three. But I, I have no idea if they'll do that. Yeah, but you, like it's you just day one, you don't have any. So it's like, how's it going to go? Yeah, Stora Ramble this week is with Nico. He's going to be on with um, with those guys. So hope then SR Monkey said the last game. So um, yeah, let's see. Tom said, makes winning new season cards in the final weeks of the season pretty lackluster also. To be honest, that was the case anyway. Like people were always pissed about that because they lose their 5% before they could ever use it. Yeah. Obviously this is much more drastic, but. Yeah. All right, Blair, let's go to the next whale or elephant in the room because I did have people that wanted to see that. The next, the next segment down here, Laird. Oh, sorry. Um, the maximum number of off season, that one. Oh Mixed no! I, what are we talking about here? Keep going, keep going. You're scrolling past it. And there you go. Rare plus? Yes. Okay. Let's discuss it, Larry. What is your thoughts before I give my opinion? Um, I'm significantly bummed because that's what I play for the most part, or that's where I want to be the best. And I don't feel like my super rares can compete in the super division. I could be wrong. But um, the idea the idea that Rare Plus was bad at progression, which is what kind of what they said, was not because of Rare Plus. It was because of the Super Rare division. And that it made sense fundamentally that 
people would progress from rare to rare plus to super rare. And I think so we're basically said not enough people are doing this, so it doesn't work, which is I think why they never did limited pro because they were like, nobody's going to progress. Like we have a pro division and it's not working. So why would we do and start another one that doesn't work? But the problem was that the super rare division rewards were so bad that it literally made sense to stay at rare plus. And I think the hope, because that's all we really have, is that the super rare division rewards become better because all of these people that bought super rares to play rare plus, rare plus, are going to be either selling them or playing them without a bonus in rare. And that sucks too, because you could just sell that super rare and buy the rare for a quarter of the price and get the same score. Yeah, literally Watts talking to me right now about it and not understanding it. But uh, yeah, so like, I, I think this one is horrendous. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm a huge proponent of rare plus. It makes no sense to discontinue it. The reasoning behind it was it was a tool for progression and people were not progressing past it. This was a very much a, we do not understand our platform and issues equation. The reason people were not progressing past Rare Plus was because the Super Division prizing was horrendous. It had nothing to do with Rare Plus. It had everything to do with the Super Rare. Uh, so that's where my major issue is, is there's a big disconnect with them understanding their uh, their product in that moment. That moment, they do not understand the product. They, they think the Rare Plus was the reason people were not moving up. That was not the issue. It was definitely the super division. So currently, I think there's a big issue because if you're in the super, um, in the supers, and you have like a few supers because you're playing the rare plus, there's no real way for you to get up to the the super rare level. And like Laird said, like if you have a super that's worth 0.2 ETH and you could buy the the rare worth 0.04 and get the same value in the rare competition, why would you own a super rare at all? So it just doesn't make sense. I think that's going to cause a even bigger fracture in terms of pro progression on the platform people are going to sell their super rares that they owned and move down to the rare level unless the super rare division is very incentivizing which based on what i saw in the in, in that uh class of competitions it's not now maybe that won't be the case when we actually see uh the in-season competition leaderboards maybe it will be more incentivizing but currently it does not look to be that way so I think getting rid of Rare Plus was a horrific decision. I don't understand it. Um, I understand their logic behind it. I just think their logic behind it is based off of um, inaccurate information that they just couldn't get uh, under sad. Do you, do you think that the, do you think that the best outcome is that the super rare division prizes are good enough that people will progress? Yeah, that is the best outcome. If if super rare contests are good enough that people are like, I have to play in the super rare contest instead of the rare contest, I think that will be incentivizing. I have a lot of doubts that that's going to be able to happen, especially because you can play so many rare uh, rare contests now, right? Like you can run six different uh, six different lineups in a rare contest that you don't necessarily need to go up to the next level because you don't you can run six times. So. That that's definitely that would definitely be the if they can make that happen, it will be worthwhile. But we've been we're at three years of them showing that the super division is not going to really 
be properly rewarded. So I'm hoping that this makes that the case. Um, I I will I will disagree a little bit with that because there's no way it's been three years because there was a significant time well, yes. of me being on the platform where people were like, Super Rare seem pretty undervalued right now. And it's like... <laughs> I actually... So I was looking this up yesterday, Laird. This is how dejected I, or dejected I was. I was looking stuff up because I won a, a Benjamin Sesco the other day. And I was like, I, I wonder what my prizes in my cards used to be. So I won a Benjamin Sesco Rare, Laird. How much do you think I sold it to? Yesterday? How much I sold it for? Like yesterday? Two years ago. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, half an ETH? An ETH. <laughs> I want a tier zero super rare in that window. I could not get a half an ETH for. Yeah. I was like, how did this happen? Remember my Gilharam super rare that I won? Not not the defender, the 35-year-old the goalie from Russia. Who? Gilharam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah remember that? that? So I was sitting there, I was like, how in the world did I win a Benjamin Sesco rare and get an ETH for it? And in the same like window of time, I got... A tier zero super where I couldn't get a half an ETH for. I was like, that was wild to me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go back here. So uh Karupti says, how do people even progress from rare to super rare in the new format? You don't why would they even? So the the way, like in practice, the way you do it is your second entry in a rare competition includes the super rares that you have bought. And you buy super rares from either winning rewards and selling them or buying new season cards, winning cash, and then eventually buying super rares. I do believe, I want to double check. I don't know if it's actually, and I don't know if Dan is still here and I might've made it up. Maybe, maybe it's a special weekly thing. For some reason, I thought that in some competitions you will be able to win the scarcity up. And not everybody. It's in the loot boxes. It's in the loot box. Is that what it is? Yeah, read the loot boxes. Um, but again, like you're not getting impactful ones. Right, but you can be winning. Well, that's that's fair. Yeah, Until you're not winning. Yeah, you're not games. winning impactful super rares. Right. So it's like. You, but you, I don't think you should. I don't think you should be able to win impactful super rares with rares. Well, yeah, when you can barely win impactful super rares with super rares. Well, but now, but yeah. no, just back to the point. The the question that was asked, you realistically don't. You're the only way you progress now past rare, I think, is if you just decide that the value of super rare is good enough and you bite the bullet and just jump straight to super rare. That's realistically the progression now. Sean, that was always the progression way. No, the progression was if you bought good super rares, you could use them in rare pro on your way up. Unfortunately, again, you weren't you're you're still you're like fundamentally you are still always buying super rares well yeah like buying was always the path it was just a matter of what you won to sell to get there that Correct. does not change no yeah but you but now like the idea of going there is just sort of like you have to really jump off and buy stuff instead of like work slowly buy stuff i mean if you slowly bought stuff you were still not all that competitive and rare plus anyway with one super rare no, or I mean, two that weren't that good. Like no, you're no. still able to play them. You could buy like a D at this, at this point. You could buy a good super for like under half an ETH. Now you can, yeah. Yeah, go play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think that they are better. Like getting rid of rare plus provides them the path to what they want, and that's for people to to jump scarcities without this 
artificial step in the middle that still didn't actually help you win super rares. And so now you're just making the jump, but it all comes back to the super rare division having better rewards. Like that's it. Yeah, I mean, the super division still needs better rewards. But well, part of their issue was they're like, we're giving too good of rewards in rare pro, so we can't give them in super rare. So like now you don't have it. Now you don't have that excuse and you should be able to give out good cards, but they're still not, in my opinion, based on what we saw as the projected champion or as the projected um, super rare rewards pool. Um. Yeah, yeah. As I said, super rares had to be had to give out. Um, super rares had to give out two over two scarcities over so many competitions. I can't believe that's what impacted them as a prize. Uh, I don't. I didn't read that correctly. Um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, rare pro with medium super rare was playable, but playing super rare only, they are not good enough. I'd actually if, think it's the opposite. I think, I think it's the opposite. Yeah, the, the best super rares were actually in rare plus. They were not in the super rare division. But now they are. Um, let's see. Yeah, compete in D1 rare, division one rare to win super rares. But again, it's not super rares that, well, maybe depends what people do with them, I guess. I mean, they're just not, I mean, a tier three super is just not impactful. Sometimes in the way stuff is going now, it's just not impactful. How do you fix the super rare prize pool? You give out rares. You can give out scarcity blows. Same thing they do in uniques. You can give out cash. If they're you don't have enough supply, they have they have plenty of cash competitions. They're not going to give out cash. No, but I'm, I'm, he's at, he asked how, how you could do it. I'm giving the answer of how you do it. You give out rares. Do you think if the cash prizes in the super rare divisions could be attractive enough? where you will buy old season super rares to win new season super rares to compete in cash. Could you repeat that? Like, so like what if the classic super rare competition, well, then because you still need good cards for that. I don't know. So Haber's saying, I think mid-level super rares are far more competitive in the super rare division than rare plus, which is true now, but now yeah. that rare plus doesn't exist. Correct. Now they're less impactful. Right. Correct. But like, that's why I don't think tier three, tier four, tier five supers are impactful in, in the super division. And, and he's, he said tier three supers aren't impactful for Sean, but they're impactful for not in a lot of users. They're, they're not, they're not though. That's the thing is like, you might, they're just you having a super rare. It's not being like impactful. It's just like you have a super rare that like you just won't win with. Well, like if you if you have like a bunch of tier three and tier four super rares, in the way that it will be soon, the way that the competitions will be, it's going to be very difficult to win anything at all. Consistently, for sure. Yeah, but like even like that one week where you win something, you're going to win like another tier three or tier four you super rare because you're yeah, like you're in theory not going to be at the top division, so you can't really win the good cards. Mm -hmm. So like you're like capped out. Of uh, well, I mean, you have to win. I mean, wasn't the like the top of tier three gets a tier two super rare? That's enough. Like that, that will change. That, that's an impactful card. That's probably yeah. an impactful card. Yeah, I get it. I, I think the 
like I I get what they're doing, but they just need to they need to pony it up. Pony yeah, up. Yeah, but that's like so. What's your so like? What's your way to improve the super or prize pools? I don't know. Like I I'm in a weird spot because I have Who's super rares that I can play it. So like I'm not like I'm not selling my super rares because I don't think I can play in the super rare division. Yeah, but you're you're weird, you're a weird case anyways, because you're just like I don't care about anything. As long as it's not that I don't care. I mean, yeah, I you don't you don't care about your gallery other people care about their galleries. I don't think I, that's unfair. I don't think it is. I think I care significantly about my gallery, but I, I'm just, I'm in that weird spot where it's like, do I buy a goalie? Uh, hey, I, like, I think theoretically I can be more competitive in, in division three of the super rare division than other people. And so I will yeah, play that. I agree with that. So like, that's what I will go for. But if I yeah. had significantly fewer super rares and I don't have that many, but I'm more likely to just like, I, I understand somebody mentioned it in, in the chat earlier that like, if, um, here it is, Joe, if you play a lot of rare pro now and you don't have a keeper, you're either forced to buy one now or sell everything. And to be honest, the, the super rare goalkeeper required in cap 240, which obviously is gone now, but I would argue that a lot of people who like goal is the one that is the most expensive and is also the one that matters the least that you could go play the super rare division with your cap 240 goalie and like continue. So the people who like play rare pro and cap 240 super rare, like they're not as far away as they think they are, but I get it if they're going to sell their super rares. Like I get it. And I think people will do that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Haber said Rafa from Benfica was rewarded as a tier three super rare three times this weekend. That's absurd if he got rewarded three times as a tier three super rare. And he doesn't think I look at the tier three prize. Well, I do look at the tier three prize. Well, that's how I know it's not very good as a whole. It, I mean, it's a, it's a, you're going you're gonna to have cards that are good. Like there's right. not going to be like, every right. You're going to have both two. like total both sides of the spectrum. In tier yeah. Three. Like, but, but like some of the cards are going to be like, okay, this guy has never played a game in his entire life. Okay, well, how is that card that has never played a single game in his entire life going to be impactful for me? And the answer is it's not. For you, for um, sure. Well, and, yes, for anybody. But you have other, an opportunity to get a card that's very useful. Correct. So, um, yeah, I think that there is some... Yeah. it's it, Look, every card, can, and it, every card can turn valuable down the road. Like, it can become a valuable card. That's what scouting is. Like, you buy a card that's a tier three or tier four that becomes a tier one level card. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're competing. So like, there's ways to do it. Um, I, I agree with this with Tommy that they need to sort the DNP issue, like rewards. They really need to fix that now. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, I don't disagree. The rewards and the way stuff go, um, it's going to be tricky. So Rudy so, said, where am I going to play my Steve Clark? Uh, is that Mateus? Is that yeah. his name? Click. And yeah. Jordan Morris super rares. They had a purpose before. They are virtually useless moving forward, which I'll disagree with. But you have the hardest part. You got the goalie and the forward. They're not difficult. You just have to move up or you sell them. Like those are your two options. You move up to into super division or you sell them. Um, and unfortunately, that's just kind of kind of shit. Um, because, yeah, like I, I think I think that people have really got hurt by that. I was gonna say, and you and you can play them in rare while you 
work your you way up. Man, but like that's kind of dumb. Like I understand that it's you not, can do it. The other option is not playing them at all. No, the the other option is sell them and get more and buy the rare of that card for less. The the the, the good the being able to play downwards in scarcity is good for like random occasions where like you want to play down scarcity for one week. It's not good for like a I'm gonna run this super rare and rare for the entirety of the life of this Nobody's card. Saying that. Nobody's saying that. Yeah, but, but, but if you did it for three months, I think it's fine. Like people are not just buying five super rares or three super rares in a week. Like it's, it's just, that's just not how it works. Yeah. Um, Chase said, will there be U23 rare and rare plus within individual? Well, there's certainly not any rare plus. Um, will there still be U23 within the divisions? Uh, U23 classic. Yes, uh, there's no in season. There's just classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm going through the chat here. Um, sorry, guys. This is worse than us trying to watch the video. Yeah, um, so, so Han Goddess said, uh, in his opinion, average supers will lose a lot of value, and is this is what Sober wants. And he says rare is now most definitely the new limited. Rare has been the new limited. That's sort of like just where we're at. Limited is like a new limited and rare is like the new limited and super rare is like, I'm unsure at this point. Um, Haber said that he thinks super will be a good place to compete for in season. I do think that's true. Uh, and I think that like maybe tier threes can have some value in the in season format because like it's just going to be harder to have cards. But the issue is, is like you're going to have your cards in like, Bellama is going to have his three teams of Bayern stack, Real Madrid stack, and Man City stack with new season cards in the tournament. So it's a tricky, tricky sort of thing to to digest. Well, in champion, sure. But if he yeah. plays it in champion, then no, then nobody's playing it in in the Bundesliga one. Correct. Like there's it's split. No, yeah, he just has he had or could have like five Bayern stacks in the in by in the Bundesliga and in Champion. Like you could just have six stacks, new season stacks of this. So like in theory, the super rare should be a lot more special. Like you now, if you have a Jude Bellium super rare, you can run him three times in champion in season, three times in in uh in La Liga in season. Like you can do you can run it six times. So like literally someone could buy every single Jude Bellingham super rare and use it all six times in mm -hmm. the best area. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think it's going to be very difficult to get the high end guys. Yeah. No, I agree. Isn't that the point? Yeah. But, the, but that's the literally issue, the point. The issue is, is it's going to be difficult to compete without them to some extent as well. But the point was to make them more valuable. Correct. Which they have done. So Rude said, so there's no rare to super rare progression without spending more, basically. That was already the progression. Like, that's my problem here. It's, it's always been. It was, it was, but it was different. It was it, less so. I, I'm going to, I understand. It was different. How? You had a good place to use cards while you moved upwards. Now you do not. I mean, the same rewards are available. You, you used to be able to use the rewards in Rare Pro. So if you bought a Carlos Skill Super, you could use it in Rare Pro in the rare pro division till you moved up to the super if you wanted to 
if you now have a Carlos Scale Super and you have no other Supers, you have to use it in the Rare Division. In theory, that is worse than running it in the Rare Pro Division. Because you're now running at a, at a Rare Scarcity instead of a Super Rare Scarcity. So you're basically devaluing the card. I'm not... That has nothing to do with whether you have to spend money to get to the Super Rare Division. No, I, I, but I, I already said, like, you still had to spend money. You could have just done it in a different way. Now you're better off, like, now you want to make the, when you buy Super, you want to just jump to Super. You want to just go Super. Whereas in the past, you could have bought a Carlos Gill Super, then bought a Kai Wagner Super Rare, played with those in Rare Pro, earned some more money, then bought a Messi Super Rare, then bought whatever Super Rare. And all of a sudden, like, then you're moving your way upwards instead of, like, now it's sort of like, you just want to buy all of them. Otherwise, you're just playing that card at a reduced scarcity and at a reduced value. So you're just playing the card anyway, yeah, and winning the cards that are in rare that were in rare plus anyway. You're playing. Like, the I get card what you're saying, but like playing a, in playing instead of playing a super card as a super, you're now playing a super card as a rare. That is worse. Yeah, as you wait to get to the super. I mean, yeah, yeah, much different than when you used to be able to play a super as a super rare while you waited to get to that next division. That is worse. No. Okay, you are. That was the Haber comment. Sorry. Misaki um, said, "Have we talked about only being able to win cards that are playing in that current game week?" I didn't see that. Or no, that's that true. So no. Uh, sorry, we forgot. We left off on the uh, FAQs, but I don't think that there was anything else. Commons are gone. Promotion and relegation. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. During the transition phase, failing to submit a lineup for your team will not result in relegation. Something like you're better off not submitting a lineup than submitting a bad one. Yeah, but that's during the transition phase. So are we talking about like, so just during this like March through... August. August. So like you're incentivized to not submit a lineup instead of submitting a lineup if you have a not great lineup. I don't know. In theory. Um, it seems like long format is dead. But they're exploring how to make them work. Um, okay. How will the prize pool of the new competitions? We don't know yet. Communicate the exact prize pool of all competitions this month. Wow. Short month. Okay, here's here's a question. Will that actually happen by the end of February? We got an extra day, Sean. Leap year. That wasn't the answer that uh, to the question, Laird. I think they will have it this month. Okay. Um, Haber said there are too many whales... For the supply of super rares, so many whales won't have whale teams. They'll have two insane old season cards and some meh new season cards and split them everywhere. No, I don't no, know. Just buy three good new season cards and use their good old season cards too. I do wonder if we'll how much like hoarding we'll see just to make sure that other people don't compete. It all it depends. It it all depends how good the prize pool is. Sure. Sure. Um. Yeah, as I said, once the threshold is fully gone, I imagine they will be awarding a lot of cash in the in-season tournaments. That might be what drives everything. I think we are fixated on the cash pools we see now. Those cash pools are what the in-season tournaments are going to be. They should, that was what the graphics showed. 
no, those are illustrative purposes only, Sean. Okay, so those are what the expectations are going to be of what they're going to be. Or just they're, they're random, they're just random, members, random yep. piles of shit that don't matter. Yep. Okay. I went out on the street in Paris and they asked a the guy to write some numbers down and that's what they used. There you go. Um, Andy, uh, there is a podium available for every classic division, but only in division or in every uh, competition, but only in division one. Yes. Yeah. So there is no money in non-division ones in classic Correct. competitions. Is that, do the loot boxes have cash? No. No. All right. Which I actually think is a miss. I think loot boxes should have cash. I'm shocked that they didn't try some of that credit bullshit. But yeah, yeah. the credits are great if they actually like let you use the credits and if they were actually credits. Yeah, if they're actually credits, that's bozo twenty five percent shit. Oh, it drives me nuts. Blue Tomatoes asked, "Are am I gone?" Um, you you have said many times if they got rid of Rare Pro, you were gone. I will. I definitely have considered selling my gallery over recent months. And if I got 127% of sober data value, I would be gone. But in, in all reality is I would definitely consider it. But I think for me to leave, it's very complicated. You also said that you would sell everything for 127% value and then just buy everything back in two weeks. Hey, he didn't. That wasn't the question. Yeah. I think the question was, would you leave? And I don't think you're, that's, I don't think that's really. Oh, leave. um, here's the thing. I love so rare. I, I really enjoy it. Um, so do I, Piggy just said he'll offer 126. Hey, if you, if you offer 125, I'll take it. I'll give you a discount for, for being in the stream today. Um, <laughs> if, if you offered me 127% told me I had to leave, I'd be out the door. Uh, if someone gave me 100%, I'd be out the door. If you said you have to take 100%, you cannot come back to Sower, I would be gone forever. Um, I would do that today. So uh, if there's any whales out there that really hate me and want to never see me again, feel free to step on in. Uh, I mean, I would I would do that. I I think it's really... Um, hey, Eagle fans said, feel like a lot of these changes actually fit MLB and NBA better. They don't care about MLB or NBA. Uh, those do not matter anyways. So, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I don't – I this was someone earlier said that I was being negative for the sake of being negative. I'm not really being negative. I'm being pretty realistic and looking at, at all the things. I think there's pros within the update. I think there's some definite pros that I think make a lot of sense and, and make uh, a logical long-term solution for server. I think there's some negatives on the update that I don't agree with and think make much sense. Um, so I'm kind of neutral with it. Would I sell because Rare Pro is not gone? I, I mean, I think anyway, Rare Pro is horrendous. I think it's an awful decision. Um, I think their reasoning behind it's flawed. Um, and wish that it was thought out better with actual understanding of the reasonings. Uh, so that that one's that one's frustrating to me. I, I also I don't like All Star being gone either. I really like All Star. Um, that one kind of sucks too. SR Monkey said, will this make MLS and Asia cards fly this season as they'll be the first new season cards that will be usable from August? I would... It's possible. I would not buy them for that reason. No, but so so here's the interesting facts with um, with Asia and America and then also like in regards to like how they work. Challenger and Contender 
have stuff all year. So they're at certain points, they're going to have like new season cards that are, they actually have new season cards. So like, for example, Jupiler league has been out for six months. So when MLS starts, there are new season cards in the Jupiler league that are already running. Uh, also on the same thing, like when Jupiler starts, MLS has been running for five months. There are new season cards. So that could be interesting because I don't know exactly how that would work. Obviously, Champ will not work that way because all those teams only play like August through May. So those ones, I'm not sure how they're going to work exactly, but the other ones uh, will be more interesting. Um, just to be clear, the multi-entry stuff for March is only for the cash competitions, the new season stuff. Oh. Classic competitions. It says multi-entry won't be implemented for our legacy competitions during the, during the, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on. My fault. So all-star U23 and the cat modes are single entry. Champions, challenger, contenders are multi. Classic. In season and classic. Okay. So I can run, like, if I have four MLS unique lives, I can run them in MLS or in, in challenger. In Challenger Classic, if Hi. you want. Yes. Yeah. No, three. Three. Max three, is three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we went this whole time, one hour and 57 minutes, and I haven't even shared this yet. The one that just gave us all the answers. Yeah. This was the this was the one that was... Vita left, came back, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. You haven't shared my thing yet. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is the good breakdown. So I think like, for example, in August, things become a lot more clear. This is part of my issue with the U23 not being, um, having an in-season option because everything else that's going to be running frequently has an in-season option, except for U23, which to me is confusing because you have Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, Champ, Challenger, Contender, all of which have both in-season and off-season. Why does U23 not just have in-season and off-season too? That would, that made more sense to me. Um, I for also now or for later. What? For now or for later? Both. Both. Um, so like I that one I don't I don't get. Uh, so I think the reality is that they wanted to get rid of U23 and there are too many people who liked it, and so they decided to keep it in some way. Uh, Blue Tomato said, so I miss nothing because this graphic explains everything. That's right. This graphic right. was very well done. It makes a lot of sense. It was definitely easy, it was definitely helpful in how helping me to digest the information easier. Two hours, you think we got it all? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, Toby said, we all agree that the mid option for threshold is definitely the best ROI, right? I think it depends on your cards. It depends on your cards. It depends on the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's as far as I'm going today. <clears throat> Given that it took us two hours to work through that, and then they, we should have just looked at this the whole time. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so thank you everybody to come in for coming in. Seemed like everybody was pretty excited about this. Um, I guess I should go watch the Nicola Guy and uh, Dan yeah. video. As well. uh, I'm sure we'll learn lots from that. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody for coming. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. 
And yeah, if you have any other subsequent questions, feel free to leave uh, some comments in the video below or find us on Twitter or wherever. So thanks everyone and uh, good luck out there.